We've all imagined them, or maybe even seen them on TV or in a movie. Epic conquests that test your outermost limits and change what you believe is possible. Maybe it's crossing an Ironman finish line or finishing 100 miles through the Rocky Mountains. But with work and family and bills, those often seem out of reach for the average guy. Or maybe they're just reserved for the lucky ones who train for a living or have less on their plates. Well, we're just not willing to accept that. Yes, we have jobs and wives and kids, and we certainly aren't pro athletes. We're just average dudes, rejecting an average life. This is the 3OK Runners Podcast. Welcome back to the next episode of the 3OK Runners Podcast. This is Jeff with Brother Jared and Chief joining you today to discuss how in the world we choose what race to do and what thoughts go into it and how we uh, sit around and come up with epic things and then what is the process to get there because I know personally I love races that I use for training so I'm anxious to hear what you guys think so let's get started um I don't know Jared how how, how do we select races <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, obviously, I'm usually the one who selects the races and then tells the other ones what races we have selected. Um, no, it's. Uh, I, I was thinking about this, um, Jeff. Looking forward to this episode because um, there are definitely things that I think about and look for when I'm considering races, um, and there's even kind of a, a hierarchy of things that I care about. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited to talk about that today. And, and, and I know you guys are too. And Jeff, one thing that you just said, and I'm the exact same way, I like training races too. And I have a little bit of a different process for selecting, you know, what is kind of the goal race or the A race as compared to training races. Oh, I totally agree. I think, you know, you, you pick your A race and then honestly, the, the most fun part for me is the planning of training and putting races in there to see where your process is uh, and maybe to see some new events that you really want to do, but you know you're not going to show up in your peak performance um, aspect right there. So that's, that's one of my favorite parts is training races. Yeah. The, the Coyote run that we did was my first ever training race I've ever done outside of my A race. And it was more of just being frugal and not wanting to spend the money. And, you know, you're trying to justify the reason to spend the money to go when you're like, I could just go out my back door and run 50 miles. Why do I need to go? But there was a huge benefit because you're getting that in-race setting. And you're, it's, there's valuable, too, when you're upcoming races, knowing what the aid stations feel like, what it knows to run with other people, run in an area you're not ultimately really that familiar with. So the training races were actually... Cost effective, I think it was quite a bit more beneficial, and I wish, I wish I've done it more often. But for for me, one of my main things that I'm thinking of with the race is I need it to be challenging. I need it to have a challenging aspect to it that motivates me to want to train. Because when I know that it's challenging, I know that I'm going to get out of bed and I'm going to go train because I'm scared if I don't train that I don't finish the race. And Leadville is my first ever time I've truly towed the line I'm like I don't know if I really can finish this race all the other ones I felt very confident and like I'll be able to grind through it but just the length of this race alone provides a whole different aspect that I have no idea and so 
for me, one of the main things is it's got to be challenging. Yeah, I think you, you brought up a great point. The length of Leadville is daunting for sure. But I also think that factors into what race you choose and then kind of how your training goes, right? Because, Jared, the last few races that we've done, I mean, they're epic races. We're talking Ironman Chattanooga. We're talking Leadville 100 trail run. You know, those kind of training plans start you know, years in advance, like we've got some base mileage that's going back years. And so, you know, if that's your a race, just the length of time it takes to train for one of those brings in the aspect of, Hey, let's do some training races along the way. You know, if you're, if your goal race is a 10 K, then I don't know that you're talking a whole lot of training races in preparation for that. So I, I definitely think the length of the race factors into what other races do you pick in the process and how long does it take you to get there? Yeah, I think it's a good point. I'm, I will say that the, the probably first criteria I look at for an A race is the, the distance or the event, what it is, right? I mean, when I sit down and think about, okay, what do I want to do next? The question is, do I want to do, you know, a 50 mile or do I want to do a hundred mile or do I want to do a full Ironman? Do I want to do a 70.3? I mean, the first thing I'm deciding in my mind is what challenge am I going to tackle? Um, and then once I've decided on that, I then go to look at, okay, what races are there that are this distance? Um, and, and start to kind of filter in, you know, other criteria after that point. But the first thing I'm deciding is what's the event, what's the distance. And then when you're looking at that and you've settled on a distance, what's the next thing that you're looking for? Well, so, um, probably the, the next thing that I'm really looking at is timing of it. Um, like, like Jeff said, um, you know, some of these races, the, the training period is pretty lengthy. Um, and so, you know, you're not going to, or I'm not going to decide, hey, I'm going to do an Ironman and look at Ironmans that are two, three months out. Or, hey, I'm going to do a 100-mile race and look at, I, I don't have that level of fitness all year round all the time. Actually, I've never had it before. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see if I do. Uh, but, you know, so the, the next thing I probably look at is, how long do I need? Um, now I'm one of those, I don't want to have too long. Okay. I, I want to be kind of up against a, a, a wall timing wise so that I got to get going and stay going. One of the things I do not like and, and what COVID did is push races way out into the future where I don't have to train for them right now, but they're still in the back of my mind. I did not like that at no. all. Yeah, that was the worst part about this Leadville race is it's just been hanging over our head for over a year. And it's like this, it's like when dad's coming home to give you a spanking and you, <laughs> and you know it's coming, but you're just not there yet. And you're like, man, it's going to be here one of these days and it's going to be a very painful experience. But yeah, uh, that like you were saying, timing and, and signing up for races due to time or whatever it is, that's a good thing about a life. That could be a good avenue for a life changer. Like if you're wanting to get in shape, if you're wanting to change what you're doing, that timing of the race is like, hey, I'd like to be in shape in the next five months. Like signing up for a race is a good first step motivator, kind of like a side plug there of 
if you're wanting to make a big change in life, you, you got to start there. I think is the most important thing is signing up for something that you're going to be working for down the road. But, um, one of the other things I like to look for is I don't get a lot of vacations. Like I don't get a lot of time to just go and do random things. I, I need to be better at that. But the race, I, I want it to be like a vacation almost at the same time. Like when we did California and we did Tennessee, it was cool. It was a road trip. We went there. It was, it was awesome. It was beautiful. We stay in a nice place, get to do the race and kind of, you know, we've always talked about doing like going up to the Napa area, doing the Sonoma, uh, half iron or going down to like Mexico would be cool or doing something like that. So that's one of the things I'm looking for is, is a unique destination to run at. That's not around here. Typically is one of the other things that I'm looking for. Yeah, this is, this is another, um, so I care a lot about the location of races, but only for the a race. Um, yeah. and so, you know, I, I don't care really much at all for training races, um, because the, the reason I'm doing them is, is different. Right. And, and I, the logistics of those races are, are very different. Right. I mean, for the a race, um, I tend to take a week vacation. Right. And so I care about the location. I care about whether it's somewhere my wife wants to go and have fun. Um, you know, I mean, I, I couldn't take her to some like backwoods off the map, off the grid. Hey, this is going to be a fun race, honey. <laughs> Stay in a tent at Claiborne yeah. State Park. You know? Yeah. Yeah. She's out on tent camping, uh, as, as am I. Uh, so anyway, the, the location is definitely one of the big factors for me in, in a goal race. And it kind of ties into just kind of the logistics of it. Right. I look at, is this a driver or are we flying to this race? Um, you know, with Ironman stuff, I really shy away from flying because you get into this shipping your bike and then I'm nervous about, you know, the bike getting put back together. And so I tend to default to I'm driving to the Ironman race. And, and so honestly that rules out for me, a lot of, a lot of races that are just not really drivable. Yeah. I think, you know, the difference between the a race, which is kind of what your goal is for the year. Um, you know, that brings in how much time are we going, you know, who, who all is going to be there to support you. I mean, for Leadville, like, you know, my, my family will have adjusted for over a year for that particular week. And so that, that makes it completely different in my mind. And so when I like to look at, you know, races leading up to that, I need them to be definitely drivable. I love checking out new local races for training races because those are ones that I maybe are not on my radar but when I look at my training plan and see what fits that's a great time to find a new place just like the Coyote Run just like the J&J Trail Run down there those are wonderful training races for me but they're drivable I can drive down there race drive back and I haven't missed that much that's going on here with my family and that's big for me in preparation it's also big for me in you know I love the race aspect of it's always a different pace for me that's hard for me to walk out my door and run race pace and so that's always different for me making use of nutrition and hydration at some place where you're going aid station to aid station I always think is valuable experience and I need it to fit with my life because my a race I've done so much in preparation for to make it so big 
And so I, I definitely like the training aspect being local um, because I, I think that adds to, it makes your A race bigger because it's very different and it gives you the opportunity to check out local places. Yeah, that's, that's a, a great point where doing some local races brings that family in and they, the kids can see what you're doing and why is dad always running every weekend for half of the day and I don't understand it. And then he flies and comes back limping basically for you know, <laughs> like this doesn't make any sense and so the family stuff and being local races is a great point where they can come in and enjoy the race like uh jeff's got his iron man on sunday we're gonna his family's gonna get to be there and see him race and we're gonna get to go and so i think and that also helps too motivation wise right in, in inaugural iron man tulsa heck yeah yeah i'm excited yeah I hope, hope. I hope you are. We're very excited too, Chief I, and I. Oh, I hope the I weather am, holds up for I'm you static. guys. <laughs> I'm ecstatic for you, Jeff. I bet you are. <laughs> Chief and I are going to be in the gallery. Uh, we're 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 going to be there for the swim. Are you really? Heck yeah, yeah dude. That's great. That's yeah. So we're we're leaving basically in the middle of the night to get there, and uh, going to be there for the swim. I listen. I love races yeah i love races and every time i get around races it makes me want to sign up for more races yeah um and so you know i i think it's the same with local races in in big races i mean even you know we've got some great races around oklahoma city in in all different distances um and i i tend to think that getting to those races even if it's during training even if you're not quite ready for it um it it keeps you going. It keeps you uh, motivated, and it keeps things fun and exciting. You know, sometimes training can get a little bit, a uh, little bit heavy, a little bit of a grind. Um, and races are kind of like a nice break. And honestly, sometimes the the fitness that you gain from those is more than what you would have done if you'd have just gone out on Saturday on your own. Yeah, that's very true. It's this will be the third uh, month for me. You know, March was my first ultra at 31 miles, and then April was my second, and now May is Ironman. So we're we're pushing three big events for me, um, and I I am very excited for what that will do for Leadville. But in the meantime, I'm a little bit concerned about Ironman on Sunday because it's a jump in hours put in in one day by double. And so I'll, I'll be excited for the race. Ironman puts on a wonderful um, display of race. And so the excitement is something you can count on. Uh, but I'm, I'm anxious to see that part of Tulsa on the bike, really. Like, I'm, I'm, it's crazy green around here right now, just beautiful. And so I, I am anxious to see that. The weather is a little dodgy right now, but in my mind... That's great for me because it just gives me something to think about other than, wow, it's beautiful today and my body's hurting. Um, and so I, I'm excited for the potential for all of that to come together on Sunday. Uh, I'm excited for you guys to be there. It'll be, uh, that, that's, that'll be wonderful for me. Uh, I'm really excited to get on the run where, you know, we can kind of see uh, what it's like and how I feel and run into you guys maybe a few times on an out and back course twice. Yeah. That'll be great fun. You know? Oh, it'll be great. Chief and I are going to do a, a little bit of a run, a short run, I think. Yeah. Um, after you leave on the bike, Chief and I are going to get in maybe an hour or so um, on the run and then we're going to start crushing red beers. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll just cheer, cheer and forget our, get our body paint on. Go, go Jeff. You know, <laughs> trying to see yeah. Yeah, everywhere. All the so time. there's a lot of local people doing the Ironman Tulsa. So I, I hope you guys uh, will be able to see a bunch of other local racers out there. Yeah. Uh, because there's I also know a bunch of pros doing Ironman. Listen, Tulsa. it's it's the Iron it's the North American Championship this year. It's the wow. inaugural race at Tulsa. It's also the first Ironman distance this year, which would make it the first Ironman distance in North America in a year. Yeah, and there are a lot of people showing up. I feel like you think, I'm, you think you got a chance to take it this year. So there's 75 world championship slots and I'm hoping for just one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. Fair. I, keep your goals realistic. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Think. Remember that Lionel Sanders guy? We, we oh, yeah, watched, yeah. you know, in that guy that does all of his social media, Talbot, Talbot Cox, I think is his name. He's okay. from Oklahoma city and he's going to be at the Tulsa one. Cool. Yeah. So it'd be kind of, I, I've never met him, but it'd be cool to see him. Chief and I are going to be out networking yeah. while you're <laughs> racing. <laughs> I hear like, that. It's probably going to be a tougher day on us, honestly, than you. Sure. Because, sure. you know, that stuff's just a grind. So I'm going to borrow nutrition from you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> You guys want me to change into my three OK runner shirt to cross the finish oh, line? 100%. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, I look forward to being there, like you're saying, Jared, at the start of that race because you get a little bit of adrenaline going, mm. a little bit, you know, that feeling. And Iron Man before the race is always like this. It's hot, it's quiet. It's, That's the best it's, part it of the is. race. It's so the cool. Best part of the whole day. Yeah, you're getting your bike in there. Everybody's quiet. The music's cool. you know, it's a pretty neat place to be. Yeah, but. I'm anxious to see. They've they've instituted a lot of COVID protocols for our start. And so it's, it's almost like a, like there's going to be three or four people going off every five or 10 seconds to kind of spread everybody out. And I'm, I'm anxious for the experience because, you know, usually you're standing there with, you know, the 1500 other people all ready to get in the water at the same time. Yeah. Getting that washing machine. Yeah. Right off the bat. And so I'm, I'm, Pretty excited about some space. I, uh, I I'm just excited to see how it goes. And for your wetsuit, chief, thanks for that. Oh, uh, no, no, no I'm gonna try it on for the first time. I think you know Sunday morning. I think it's fair. <laughs> well, why wouldn't you? Just grease your body up real good. <laughs> It'll slide right on. The, no uh, let me ask you guys a question. What are some local races that you guys have done in Oklahoma, and 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 why did you do that race? Yeah. Um, you know I. I have done basically two races since I started racing. And that was the Redbud Classic and the Oklahoma City Memorial Marathon. And I did the Redbud Classic because it was a training race for the Oklahoma City Memorial Marathon. Uh, which, by the way, those training groups have kicked off because that marathon is in October now. Um, and so our, our local scene is, is kind of just getting going. This is a great time of year for that. Uh, and then most of the other local races I've done have actually been triathlons. Um, through the Trial KC group, I raced at El Reno um, a bunch. That's the Route 66 the triathlon. The Route 66 triathlon, I mean, which is actually in June this year. I think it's coming up after Ironman Tulsa. Yes, the weekend after Ironman. I meant to tell you, that was my first ever triathlon. I did, I did the Route 66 sprint. <laughs> I think it was, it was my first ever triathlon. Too. How awesome is that? Yeah. <laughs> I know you guys mentioned it last <laughs> podcast. I was like, oh, that's the one I did. That was my first ever one. Yeah, and then um, I've done a lot of local bike rides like the dehydrator and the hotter than hell. Um, and then way back in the day, I did a bunch of Xterra races, which is not really local, but at that time, the closest ones were in Arkansas and I did eight or 10 there. Uh, that's, that's also drivable. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think drivable for me is a big thing in just race weekend. Um, 
And so I, once again, we're at the, how I pick a race drivable is a big deal for me. And then, uh, so Jared, what, what were some races that you've done around here and, and why? Yeah. So, um, like, like you chief route 66 was my first ever triathlon. Um, and, and Jeff and I, back in those days, you could do back to back days there and you would do the sprint one day and the Olympic the next day. Um, and so my, my first introduction to triathlon was, was route 66 and we did both of them. What do they call that? The Festivus. Festivus yeah. yeah. Um, and so we did that, um, a long time. I think they've brought this back, but there was a Draper duathlon. Yeah. They are trying to bring that back. Yes. yes. And so I, I remember there that used... was one of the earliest races I ever did off road. Yeah. So there you was ran... an off road one day and then the very next day they did it at, from the Marina. Okay. You would bike. I, I, I didn't ever do that one because I never had an on road. I never had a road bike back yeah. then. Remember I told, I told the story I did route 66 on my mountain bike. Yeah. Um, I think they so are bringing that back. I, I've, I've heard that. So I, the, the Draper duathlon, um, I, we used to do back in the day. Um, I've, I've run in the Oklahoma city marathon at various distances. It seems like every year, I know it's not true, but I've done that a lot. I'm, I'm signed up for it again this year for the October, um, version. That's another one of those just like, so I was signed up for Ironman Tulsa with Jeff. COVID hit and your options were defer Ironman Tulsa to the following year, or they gave you a few other races you could select from to just move it to later in the year. Mm-hmm. Remember that was back when we thought it was going to be fine at the end of the year. And so I moved because I didn't want a race hanging out over my head. I moved Ironman Tulsa to Ironman Florida in November. And then of course we got to Ironman Florida in November and it gets deferred for a year. And so my plan backfired on me. Um, but, but anyway, that was the Oklahoma city marathons the same way. I think I'm signed up for, for it from like two years ago at this yeah, point. That's right. Um, and so I, I do the Oklahoma city marathon a lot. I've done the bike ride at Redbud. I've uh-huh. never done the run. Oh yeah. I've done both. They're, you know, very nice. There's that's a, interesting. So, yeah. So there's a, there's a bike version and a run version uh-huh. and I've never one done one Saturday, the, one Sunday. I've never done the run, but I've done the bike version. Um, that's always a great time of year. Yeah, it is. It's, I think it's a March. It used to no, be, I think it's May. Isn't it? it used it to be like, March because the marathon is in used to be in April. So things are all I got gotcha. you out of whack now. But yeah, that I, I remember I rode that uh, bike course with you once, Jeff, and I got a flat like five miles in. I do remember it was my that. first ever flat. Oh. It was a fiasco. It was. It was crazy. <laughs> that was when that we were still in the beginning of that race. There were so many people. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jared, that's, that's a great brutal. memory. The So, El Reno was my first, and then I did Guthrie's sprint try uh-huh. after that. And then I think I ended up doing, I think I ended up doing the half, eventually down the road with you guys, the half iron. But I've done some ultras around Oklahoma also, and one was Post Oak, uh, the Mountie Mustang. There was I don't know if they're doing this race anymore. It was the Whiskey Tangle Foxtrot 100, and... And really a lot of that was just chosen out of ease of access, wanting to get into the sport, not wanting to go to these giant destinations and really just kind of jumping on that, that the website, I can't think of off the top of my head where ultra sign up, yeah, ultra sign up going there and just kind of like looking for stuff that fit my schedule the best. Or like, all right, hey, I'm free this weekend. I'm free this weekend. It wasn't really much of like a social media presence. It was just literally haphazard selection 
of what I was trying to do. But nowadays, if I'm looking for something, I'm going to the social medias. I want to see what the race is about. And if that race isn't a destination race or a vacation race, and it is a local race, and it doesn't have that aspect of when, it, when it's going to be tough and, and epic regardless, but if it doesn't have that uh, uniqueness to the race, a lot of that can be made up with just some awesome swag, like having a good swag bag and explaining what the swag bag is or, you know, throwing in some darn tough socks or a coupon to some hokas or something really, really cool would be an alluring factor to me of wanting to sign up for that race and say, okay, it's a local race. I'm familiar with the area. It's still pretty epic, but it does have a cool swag bag. So I guess, you know, my, you know, getting a bang for my buck on this one. Yeah. You know, one thing I, one thing that's a draw for me of local races is it gives you an opportunity to introduce other people to what you're doing. Um, I was, I was just thinking there was a Lake Arcadia triathlon, um, that used to happen and I got my business partner to do his first triathlon there. And so a lot of times, you know, there are sort of local events that may not be an event for you, but it gives you a good opportunity to introduce your friend to it and get them, you know, training with you. And, and so that's one thing that, I think local races are really, really beneficial to is gives you an opportunity to kind of spread the word and get other people involved. And then next thing you know, you've got a training partner for a half Ironman, you know, that's how I got into like land runners and stuff was, it'd be cool if you're, if that, if that race has a training group around it too, where it's like you're getting together once a month, once a weekend, whatever it is. And you can get together and run with a bunch of other people that are doing the race or doing something similar. And that, that always kind of helps too. Jeff, I know you've done the Tulsa Marathon. Um, yeah, at I've least done a couple times, the Tulsa. I've also done the Dallas, um, and you and I did Chicago. Um, the Tulsa one, <laughs> you know, Tulsa. I'm hoping this is not the case for this Sunday Ironman. Tulsa has a lot more up and down than Oklahoma City does, and I think because I think, oh, it's Tulsa, you know, it's two hours up the road. That's awesome. Let's go up there and knock this out. I always underestimate what the terrain is like there. Yes. And I'm, I, I don't feel that way about Sunday. So I'm hoping that that doesn't happen to me on the bike on Sunday. But, you know, that, that's a, Tulsa is an easy trip. And one of the things that we have come across in my mind is just what you said about being introduced to more local things. Since we've signed up for the Leadville Trail 100, just doing a couple of trail ultras and just researching in that field has opened up for me a, a plethora of other trail runs that are local that I did not even know about. And that is super exciting for me because I feel like I've been running in the same circle for a while now. And I'm, I'm excited to, you know, get in the trail ultra scene and experience some of these places like Post Oak and Outlaw. And I'm, I'm excited about that. Uh, and so that, that makes, that makes me super excited. And that's all because we got in Leadville Trail 100 and it kind of broadened my race options. And I'm, I'm super happy about that. I did not know that was going to happen when we first got into this. Mm-hmm. What are some, I can start on this one, but what are some races in Oklahoma that you're wanting to do or have caught your eye? You're like, hey, that would be a cool race to do. And a couple of 
well, Jared has already signed us up for another race. <laughs> Shocker. And uh, But a couple of them that I thought would be cool, I've always kind of like buzzed around them. I've never signed up for them. The Draper Immortals new. That's a new one this year. I thought then that we always we already run Draper all the time. I think it's we have to do that we one because that. that's yeah. our training ground. Isn't is OK Runner putting on that? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And that's that's our that's our stomping grounds. We can't let people come to our stomping grounds and 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 run the race without us being there. Or but, we could put up a mean aid station there. Oh, that'd be with all of our stuff and like because we know the places where that will be epic for people. So that's another cool. thought. I call the Cadillac play. I want to sit over there by the Booyah Cadillac thing. That'd be cool. <laughs> the Oki Relays is one of those older races where you run the panhandle from, from Texas to Kansas. I always thought that would be kind of a cool race to do, which is paused this year. And then 24 the Hard Way is another race that's always kind of caught in my eye because it's got this very unique, different style of race to it where you're running either 6, 12, or 24 hours straight kind of on at your pace and you're basically getting as many miles in that you can run instead of reaching this mile destination yeah which is a whole different level and then you just do as many laps as possible yes and they also they have road and trail option which and then obviously that would caught jared's eye because he signed up for that one (laughs) yep so (laughs) that's the one i did this weekend i was sitting at a uh at a t-ball game i'm in the outfield in my lawn chair just honestly on on social media um and and caught 24 the hard way and thought let me look more at this race and saw they had a road version and a trail version and i thought well that's good so i can do whatever <laughs> one i want and then i and then i saw they had a six hour a 12 hour a 24 hour so i was like okay well there's a lot of options there and uh so i just went ahead and signed up <laughs> and that's great and then let us know after. Yeah, 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 yeah. We didn't, we didn't talk about it, but uh, is it? Is do we it, ever talk about the ones you sign us up for? Yeah, I, I will say I, there's usually an advanced heads up of like, <laughs> hey, this is probably what this is looking like. We're gonna do this. Um, I did not do this primarily because it was a local one, and I figure, look, it's local, and so even if you guys don't do it, you can crew me. Um, zero excuse not to do it right but if i could kind of go back in my memory banks in leadville there was no heads up <laughs> no I don't remember well that's right yes well yeah. there wasn't a heads up on the 24 one either i don't, I don't remember that so. either no the, I actually but the leadville if we, if we that was a way back calculus. when jared and i signed up for iron man boulder he came over to my house with his family and said hey we're signing up for iron man boulder tonight i've already done it <laughs> i'm like i'm sorry He's like, no, I already signed up tonight. You got to sign up tonight. This is a year. This is September. The race is the following August. Remember that? Sometimes I just think you guys just need a little bit of a boost. <laughs> and uh, and then you can thank me later for your epic experiences. So we'll, I'll be signing up for 24 the hard way myself. I haven't decided on time, the distance yet of 12 or 24 hours, but you've got... There's a six option, too. But you're you're doing mean, the six option. I thought you took me. the six Don't insult option. me. <laughs> But you're doing the six for a reason. There was something, right? Well, I've got Iron Man like two weeks later. That's right. So, the, ah, so yeah. that race is in October, and um, Iron Man Florida is November seventh or November sixth or something. So good use of a local training race. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's kind of what I thought. And and honestly, I loved that format because of that. It was yes. like, look, I'll sign up for Your the six hour speed. race. I do my own speed. I'll do whatever distance you know I get in, and it and it doesn't matter. And so, yeah. you know, I was a little bit, 
with it being that close to Ironman Florida, um, which is more of a gold-type race than it's really not for this year because of Leadville, but it's more of that type of race. I thought, you know, I don't want to sign up for a 50-miler and have to get 50 miles for that race to be successful. And so 24 the hard way was perfect. Um, I'll just get whatever distance I can, and it's a local race. Um, I, I run and bike those trails anyway. And so you know, that's it made the, a lot of sense. That's the same reason we picked the training plan for Leadville is because the second day is a time-based run and not a mileage-based. So you go out and you get your own pace, and that's that's interesting that that appealed to you for a bigger same thing. Uh, and so I'll be curious to see. I actually love the thought of a time-based at your own pace because it brings in a whole lot of self-examination and yeah. I, I really like that and see and, and to me what i'm thinking about is that'll be a fun day be, right because i'm not going to be racing that race um i'm going to be out running it's local and so you know gives you an opportunity to get plugged in with a lot of other people who are doing things that you're doing and frankly a lot of the ways we hear about stuff is through other people who have done it right right you know it's if, if anybody were thinking about doing Cleburne now and talk to us, we would have a lot to say about it. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's a good way to learn about races to do races, maybe not to do. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, that's, that's one of the appeals to me is, you know, just kind of broadening your connection and knowledge base locally, um, through other, through other runners. Chief, you brought up the Okie relays. That's, um, on my radar for one of the epic things that we need to do in a different fashion, because I actually think running across Oklahoma for the three okay runners is something we should look into. Like, uh, like North to South in the panhandle or East to West. I think we could go East to West and then maybe a following year go North to South or something to that aspect. That sounds cool. What would be great is if we could put that out there at some of these local places and we could get other people to do it and we could do it as a group. You think we could get the girls to follow us in an RV? Heck yeah. 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 No, we need one of those sprinter vans. Yeah, there you go. Hey, you, a good way to do that, I think, would be to run Old Route 66 because um, that would be a real kind of local thing. Yeah. Um, they used to do they used to do races on Route 66 Ultras. I know there was one that ran from Arcadia to Tulsa. Really, um, mm, that's cool. Yeah, but anyway, that that might be that might be something cool we could look into and create on our own. I like the thought of that. I don't know. I, it seems like we're always trying to bring local stuff into ours. So I I love the local aspect. Yeah, I think that'd be pretty fun. For once, you signed us up for something, you know. Oh, I, I'm sure I won't get the opportunity. Jared will jump on that. <laughs> but uh, don't put these ideas in my head. <laughs> you, guys, you guys have anything else to add for the races? No, let's go around and give our top like race selection criteria, and then we can wrap it up. Goal race? When you're trying to decide, like, what are you doing that year? Yes. Okay. Your A Excellent. race. How do you, what's the top criteria that you use to pick your A race for the year? Mm, I'm good. Can I use a slash? So sure. Kind of get sure. two into yeah, one. Yeah, sure you can. Okay. So I would say location, 
slash there's some sort of like undefined X factor criteria in there that I don't even really know. It's not a specific thing and it can be something different depending on the race. Right. So like Leadville is a good example. Like in my mind, it was like, dude, running at like 10,000 feet on the top of the mountains, high country. (laughs) Yes. Right. That's the X factor at Leadville. And so in my mind, that's way different than just a hundred mile race. Um, and so I kind of have a location slash like there's got to be some X factor about it. Ironman Chattanooga was we can hit Nashville on the way home and have a night in Nashville, right? And so there's just something that is changing but is out there that I look at and, and like pushes me over the edge to say, yep, that's the one. I would be, I would be similar to Jared and location. Location is going to be a big one for me. I want to try to make it into some sort of a vacation. And then slash, because Jared got a slash. I'm going to do a slash. <laughs> it's got to be, it, there has to be some sort of epic challenge to it. It's got to be challenging enough that I'm, I'm scared of the race. I want it, like, if I finish it, I'm feeling satisfied. I'm feeling like, okay, this whole year worth of training was built up for this A race, and it was awesome and epic and I finished and close that chapter and move on to the next race. So that's got to be my, probably my two things. Oh, I, I, I don't have a slash personally. Uh, I think for me, the top criteria for my a race selection is uniqueness. I think it has to be something new for me that, that will be a new experience. And that, that's kind of the top criteria for me because, you know, I, I think degree of difficulty is all relative, um, for where my fitness is at that time. And I'm a believer in training plans, do the training plan, accomplish the race. Uh, and so I want it to be a unique experience. So someplace new like La Quinta, someplace new like Chattanooga, someplace new like Leadville, someplace new like Boulder, all, all of my big A races are a unique new experience. That's how I pick them. You've never had an A race where you've already done that race. Right. That's right. Yeah. I feel like if you repeated the same A race, you wouldn't have the same motivation or training going into it. No, I really like the, um, unknown a little bit going into the race. I think that for me, that accomplishes what I hear you talk about with the X factor that that accomplishes the unknown and the kind of um, anticipation of it. And I, I like just for it to be a new, new thing. Well, I feel like it's a good, good place where we can wrap it up. Pay attention to our social media, three okay runners at Instagram. We've got something coming up on uh, down the line. It's pretty awesome um, opportunity for the listeners. So tune in uh, for that. You guys, thanks for listening and uh, be sure to drop some comments. And if you have some content that you want us to cover, um, send us a message and let us know because we'll be happy to do it. And if you're not busy this weekend, feel free to hit up Tulsa on Sunday for the Ironman and look for me. I will be there swimming, biking, and running. It won't be hard to miss him. He'll be running in front. He'll be the first one going by. (laughs) 
the motorcycle will be right behind him. So if you see a motorcycle, look right in front of that. That's Jeff on the bike, guaranteed. Where, where do they find you at, Jeff? Uh, Jeff Boyer 75 uh, on social media. Uh, yourself? Uh, we got Savage Navy Chief on Instagram. And then we got Jared at Iron Man Lawyer. Yep. And, and you guys, if, if you know of a race that we ought to do, um, drop it in a comment and, right. and let us look at it. Because sometimes, you know, we, we may breeze past things. And um, if there's something out there that we ought to be doing, especially local, we want to know about it. Heck yeah. Yeah, maybe let Chief and I know first. Yeah, don't tell Jared. Yeah. Let us let us filter it first. <laughs> the, uh, but other than that, we appreciate everybody tuning in, and we'll see you next time.